Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast brought to you by Connectivity's Activity Kits. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, along with PAX Tifa Snow. And Tifa, let's talk about the upcoming conference back after, what was it, a two-year hiatus? Like time has just sort of become irrelevant all of a sudden. So uh, let's start with simple questions like when, where, why, who. Yeah. So it's not that we haven't done a conference in the last two years. It's been virtual, though. I mean, we would just get together online and we got to see me and we got to see a few people and we got to see each other in breakout rooms and things. But boy, it's real different. So this time we'll be back in North Carolina. We're going to be in Raleigh, Durham area, and we're going to be at the Embassy Suite, which is where we were the last time we got together. Um, And it's going to be in November. It will start on Sunday 13th and it will go Monday and Tuesday. On Sunday, we'll have uh, Dementia National Council of Dementia Minds doing a program for us in the afternoon. Uh, so people can come to the pre-conference. That's called pre-conference. And they kick us off. It's people living with dementia who are talking about their experience living with dementia and then allowing us to ask questions and um, responding to them. So that's always a popular way for us to kick our... Now, now wait a minute. I, I thought people with dementia couldn't answer questions. You know, uh-huh. it, you know I, I thought that once you had this, you were sort of, you know, done and and gone. Wow. No. And I mean, this group particularly is really skillful at um, it's a recorded event and then they respond live, but they have a facilitator. So it turns out that if you have the right support, it's amazing how many times people who are living with dementia can still really engage and interact and give you some feedback on things. It has to be done in a structured way sometimes, but we have a lot of people living with dementia who are quite skillful and competent at doing that very thing. And people living with dementia will be part of our entire conference. It's not just that startup. They are part of our audience, but they're also part of the presentation because people who live with this are the people we should be listening to, looking to, and appreciating as teachers. Now you've been the keynote speaker at the uh, at the last live one we had, uh, but there were several others. Who who's coming back? I mean, it, did people sort of just disappear, or have you managed to pull together a, a team again? Yeah, now we are doing it that we're just doing one track this time. Before we've done a keynote, and then we broke into different areas. And what we found out is it took. Now this is this is one of the things you have to figure with live events. They'd have to, we were in one big room because they only have one huge room for everybody to sit in. And every time we want to do breakouts, they'd have to break the room into sections and they have to use people to move the walls and they have to lock the walls and they have to move the chairs, they have to move the tables. And so what we opted for, let's be practical because guess what hotels are having a hard time doing, Greg? Mm, Yes, getting staff just like everybody else. Everybody else. So do we want to be hung up waiting for some staff members who didn't come to work today? We decided, yeah, no, that's just stressful. So we're having one track. And so what we've determined this year is I'm going to take the lead, if you will, in each of the sessions. But in each session, we have a crew of people who are going to be the primary content providers. And I'll be the person who's coordinating and making sure that we are on target, offering a variety of perspectives, uh, bringing the sequence of events together and 
presenting it in such a way that it's engaging and offers people that opportunity to actively be present, walk away with awareness, knowledge, and some skill. Well, the knowledge and skills certainly are are things that we're always working on. And the awareness is one that I'm glad to see you're sort of spending some time on as well, because even though there's all of this information out there, how do we direct people to the right stuff? Yeah. And, you know, one of the challenges we have is that people don't even know they need it until they're deep in the weeds and and drowning. And so one of the things we know is that in the theme of the conference is if you don't use it, you'll tend to lose what? (laughs) Yeah. Use it or lose it. And so the theme of the conference is we want people to use so they don't lose. And that means we need the right support at the right time. And that means we have to notice that things are changing. The person may have to notice that things are changing. We may have to recognize we want to make a change and here's some ways to do it. So we're focusing on physical self, cognitive self, emotional self, spiritual self, um, the community that we're in, the, the people around us that might need something and you know our interactions and how well we're maintaining ourselves. So we're looking at a lot of abilities that we could overlook until, wow, I I hadn't realized she was having, she wasn't like, she's not going to see the dentist. I had no idea. Wow. I didn't know she was having that much trouble driving when I rode with her (gasps) or, you know, wow. I had no idea that somebody else has her bank account number. (laughs) There are some skills that are, are just so helpful that I learned this would be a few years back that I use, I won't say daily, but I I probably use at least one of the skills daily, but there are some that are just so handy to have as as a tool uh, when it comes to things like driving and having to take somebody's license away. Tipa, you can't drive anymore. I want your license. Give it to me. You think you are? You're not getting my license. This is ridiculous. No, come on. I rolled with you the other day. You can't keep the car in the goddamn lane. You are not the boss of me. I brought you in this world. I'll be happy to take you right back out. I don't know who you think you are. I'll drive if I want to drive. So we know that isn't going to work, right? (laughs) Well, (laughs) Tifa's going to outmatch me anytime. (laughs) It's like, the tricky part is, do I know how to get a separate set of car keys? Will I just go buy a new car? Do I know how to call AAA? Will I sue you? Will I call the police? You know, we could ruin a relationship uh, by not having that awareness and skill of how to help me have a plan before I ever get there of what if I got to a place where I couldn't drive myself? And I want to stay where I'm at. What are my options? That's with or without dementia. (laughs) Because there are other reasons I might not be as able to drive as I used to. And dementia is just part of the puzzle. Could we bring it up before it becomes an issue? Well, we don't. That's the problem. Do we have the right players in place? Do we have an authority figure who might could be present? Could we try some different strategies? I, I have a big favor to ask of you. I really, you know, we've got to come up with some of those skills on our part as people were starting to maybe notice skills are changing, but we also didn't need to steal things away prematurely. There are a number of people living with dementia who drive better than people who don't have dementia because they are very thoughtful. And I said that deliberately that even with their dementia, they're very thoughtful about when they drive, 
where they drive, what kinds of things they're doing when they drive, the vehicle that they choose to drive, because they just, frankly, they're really good at knowing themselves. And that's not something that they're missing in their dementia. And to take away the driving for them prematurely, we're taking away potential for them to use some skills. Do we need to monitor it? Absolutely. But are there ways to do that that don't rob people prematurely? And frankly, Greg, we're talking about driving right now, but we can be talking about changing your clothes, cooking a meal, um, eating, <laughs> moving. I mean, there's dental care, mouth care, peri care. Yeah. I mean, all kinds of stuff that we we tend to think, oh, I'll have to help him, her. I'll just do that. It's easier paying bills, and that idea of use it or lose it. There are more people involved in that. That's what is it equation than simply the person living with the dementia. So you'll try and pass on a whole bunch of these skills and a whole bunch of the knowledge and everything else at the conference. But what if I can't get to the conference? What if I need to talk to somebody? Yeah, well, we are also offering a virtual option and we're going to be recording all the sessions so that if you don't make it there and you want to do it, you know, virtually later, you could do that. The other thing is, if you just want to talk to somebody, hey, come on our info line, call our 800 number, um, ask for a consult. So what we really want people to know is whether you're up for a whole conference or whether you just want to ask a question. Oh, we also have to ask TIPA anything or dementia problem solving, um, TIPA for 10. I mean, we, ha we have so many ways in which we try hard to be present when you need us because we don't want you losing things because you're not using things. So ask. TIPA, thank you very much. You're welcome, Greg. Today's podcast is brought to you by Connectivities. Connectivities are monthly activity kits that provide opportunities to connect with your loved one living with dementia in meaningful ways. Created by experts in dementia care, each activity has been designed for and tested by people living with brain change. For more information, go to connectivities.us.